WRTR Real Talk Radio Featured guest DJs Original shows The hottest DJs from around the world Internationally streamed Number 88 for comedy And <laughs> In Cambodia And number 152 for improv In the US And now Categorized as one of the top Black Podcast is WRTR Real Talk Radio. Welcome back, and thanks for giving our old ratchet asses another listen. What it do, take a man? Hey, hey, what's going on? How's everything? Everything is great, lovely, is wonderful. It, it is. Mm, how's your week been? How's, better yet, we'll get into that in the second half of the show. Um, let's talk about what you learned black today. What'd you learn black? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? What I learned black. What did you learn black? What did I learn black? Mm-hmm. It ain't hard. What you learned black today? You should I make. Black you should black. make. You should make a point. You know what? Every. You, you know, know what? what? Every show beginning from now on, from here on out. Really? I'm gonna what ask, I learned black. I'm gonna I ask. Learned black. What you mean? What I learned black? Uh, every show start from now on, from here on out. I'm gonna Lord. ask. What did you learn black? What did I learn black? Mm-hmm. Oh, I learned. I learned how. Look, I learned how to make eggs in a microwave. That ain't black. <laughs> yes, that is. No, it's not. That's some old yes, white people shit. Uh-uh. You put it in the cup. You put it in the cup and put it in the microwave. <laughs> what? Who's doing this? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Let's count the ways this could go wrong. No. <laughs> Y'all just be setting yourselves up. Like, right in time for holidays, you now homeless because you done burnt down the house trying to microwave eggs and shit. The hell? <laughs> no, I saw it. I saw it on Instagram. Uh, I must, then it I must, must be true. I saw it. No, so I learned black this week. I learned about a set of triplets right out of here, out of here of Baltimore. Yeah, so they're planning on attending college in Atlanta. Their mother had them, you know, triplets. One of them was expected, I think the oldest one, was expected not to live. The other two were. But actually, all three of them, they lived. They lived on to lead great lives. They are now about to start the journey of their lives as young adults and go off to college. And they've all decided to attend college in Atlanta together. Were they, were they born, like, premature? Uh, yes, actually. 27. Oh. It was like 27, tw- 27 or 29, something like that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I learned about that and I thought that was pretty dope because we hear so many horror stories out of Baltimore. Well, <laughs> I ain't saying they ain't. It's not warranted, but at the same time, there are some awesome things happening and that is one of them. So I wanted to share that. That's cool. That is cool. So, we yeah. got an excellent show planned for you this week, including Real Talk. I don't know if you brought it, or if you're going to bring it up in your um, segment, Tigaman, but the whole thing with Tyler Perry, I kind of want to save that until the end. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know what that is either, but I do want to talk about his uh, comments and everything. So, up first, guess what? We got Lyric just for a brief moment. She's still in recovery, but she definitely wanted to let us know that she was thinking about us and definitely answer you guys' advice questions. So, <laughs> Lyrics Lessons is up first. We'll be back in just a sec. People feel like some gay people do too much because there is this constant want for attention. It's me. 
it is I. I'm the one that people are talking about when they say gay people do too much. And that's because gay people do too much really means damn I miss the days when it was easier to marginalize them. Motherfuckers hate a gay person that is not ashamed, that has not accepted the lie that we are any less than those of you who can make oops babies. A large portion of society doesn't even think that gay people have the right to exist. So when we advocate for ourselves, when we live openly just the way that straight people do, when we're proud of ourselves and our relationships, we're doing too much. So let me tell you about a bitch like me. I am unconcerned with what society or the Bible says. I'ma do me. I'm going to show tasteful PDA in public with my girlfriend. We fucking we in love. She is not my little friend. I don't accept love the sinner, hate the sin, that brand of homophobia either. Keep that between you and that book. If you disagree and we discuss, I'ma start saying the things I disagree with and you gonna be mad. And like gays, like the one I'm about to show in this clip, the ones who are often in my comment section. Most of my friends are straight men. I don't really hang out with gay people. Don't cancel me. I feel like gay people do too much. You can hate yourself if you feel inclined. I'm sorry society did that to you, but you ain't gonna project it on me. Pull up a seat for Lyrics Lessons on WRTI Real Talk Radio at Lyric Bravado on Twitter. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Miss Lyric Bravado, and I'm back with another Lyrics Lessons where I talk about friendships, relationships, and situationships, and I give my two cents about it. If you guys want advice, questions answered, please send them to my Gmail at lyricbravado at gmail.com or DM me on Facebook at lyricbravado. I can't tell tell you how much we definitely miss your ass. Well, especially me, because I didn't have to deal with this one here. Uh-uh. <laughs> Whatever. I had to deal with you. How about that? <laughs> but y'all have been doing great holding it down. Hey, we'll, we'll be back soon. I definitely appreciate that. So, while we have you, we're going to do two quick questions, all right? Right. All right. So, the first one. Dear Lyric, I know y'all are about to drag me, but I have to ask this question. I'm a 35-year-old oh, auntie of two boys. One is my sister's son, and the other is my brother's son. My brother is a new parent and understand, understandably excited that he gets to pass on the family name. Recently, in a private conversation, I was joking with my sister about how I don't think everyone should be able to have kids because some of these kids are ugly as hell and grow up to be even ugly. <laughs> then, then I made mention of what we all know, which is that my brother's son will probably not be winning any beauty pageants now or in the future. Even though the, wow. even though the conversation was just for fun and it was a lighthearted joke, my sister took offense saying that all children are special and there's no such thing as ugly child. <laughs> Only ugly adults that make comments like mine. She also felt the need to run right to my brother and tell him what I said. Now the family is pissed at me saying that I'm a cold hearted bitch for making fun of a baby. I'm upset because my sister told my brother about the conversation. Not only was it in private, but I wasn't being messy. We were clowning like we normally do. Nobody told him how she double-checked the hospital charts when the little nigga was born because, quote, because, quote, he don't look like nobody in our family. <clears throat> part of me wants to tell my brother all the fucked up things she said, and part of me wants to beat her ass. Would I be wrong to tell him the stuff she said about his son? Thanks, Mel. Uh, yes, because you were going to be digging yourself into a bigger hole and 
guess what? It's going to be your word against hers because she be- she came forth with the information <laughs> before you and she kind of beat you to the punch. Aww. So now you're going to have to keep that information to yourself and, and not be looking messy for the family. You've done enough damage. My best advice to you would just be apologize to your brother. Let him know that you didn't really mean it. You know what I'm saying? And if you did, keep your comments to yourself because people don't play about a couple of things. One is money. One is whoever they date in, mm-hmm. and the other one is their kids. Ain't nobody playing with their kids nowadays. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Don't be act like these so, ain't ugly. <laughs> I would like, I would keep your comments to yourself. And of course, you know, us as a culture, we've heard that old grandmother, oh, oh he's so precious. Bless his heart. You know what that means. Dad, oh, baby. We ugly. all know what that means. Mm-hmm. We all know what that means, but that doesn't necessarily make it right either. So just keep your comments to yourself. Like, if you don't have nothing nice to say about somebody, don't say nothing at all. Baby grandma. You, be, you would be <laughs> wanting to yourself. hang yourself if somebody was to say something about it, that about you or your child. Right. So let's be for real. Baby, grab grandma's paper bag and put that over your head, baby. Do uh-uh. that. Uh, you have a fit, so yeah, <laughs> you can't even say nothing because you're just gonna make it messier than what it than what it already is now. All right, so we're not gonna push the envelope because we know you're still recovering. But take a man, you got one more. <laughs> yes, I have one. This is from Erica. Okay, oh, hey Erica. Yes, dear Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lyric, I am a recovering alcoholic oh, who's no. been sober for more than 12 years. Mm. The road to sobriety has been long and dark, but I am proud of turning my life around mm. and sober. My problem is how my mother treats me about it. Mm. She keeps reminding me of all the mistakes I made and the people I hurt when I was still drinking. Mm. I also struggle with manic depression and have a hard enough time forgiving myself for my past actions, mm. let alone having someone continually, continuously bringing up every single one. I try every day to be a better person, mm. and I'm an open book when it comes to my life and flaws. Mm-hmm. A mother constantly accuses me of falling into my old habits and saying I'm lying about it, even though she's been given truth and proof that I'm not. Mm. Long-term boyfriend and other family members can vouch for me. Mm-hmm. It's the point where she's so in my head and cruel with the things she says that I'm spiraling back into depression, which has taken a toll on my confidence and mental health. Mm. I have tried cutting her out of my life, but I live with a family member she's close to, so she shows up at our house and continues her belittle- continuously belittling me. Mm. I'm starting to lose patience and also my sanity. What do I do? You check her. <laughs> Respectfully. Sometimes mm. you do have to have those hard conversations with even a parent. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You have to. Mm. Um, sometimes parents feel like their advice or the way that they bring things to you is the is the best course of action of them trying to like make you stay on a path when they real when they don't realize that that's going to make you like you said spiral out of control you need to tell her like listen this is what you're doing this is how you're making me feel um this is going to be what the course of action happens if you do not stop what you're doing i don't appreciate it um i'm having a hard enough time you know, just like you said, you're trying to forgive yourself on the things that you've done. She needs to show you grace. 
I'm sure that her life is not perfect. Mm. I'm sure that her parenting has not always been perfect. Mm. So she needs to show you the same amount of grace that I'm sure somebody else has showed you. And another thing, if she's popping up at the house, at this family member's house, why are you sitting in the room? You know, you can, you know, you can go to your room, get your peace of mind that way, put on headphones, listen to some music until she leaves. She doesn't live there. You don't have to stay in a space where you feel as though somebody is dogging you out or making you feel a certain way. Just walk away from it. Mm -hmm. And then at some, and then I'm going to take it even further. Sometimes you even have to love those ones that are closest to you, even the ones that birth you at a distance. Maybe she has to heal from something. Maybe she, you know what I'm saying, was traumatized from the things that you've done in the past. And she she has not forgiven you yet. Mm. Maybe that's a conversation that you need to have with her. Be like, look, put everything on the table and say how you feel. And after we have this conversation, don't bring it up to me anymore. Mm. Right. Because I'm t- I, nobody should have to be constantly reminded of the mistakes that they've made. It's a mistake. You move past it. You don't live in it. So she needs to show you some grace. And if she can't, then, you know, unfortunately, find yourself that peace of mind that you know that you deserve Mm -hmm. by any means necessary. Nice. Well said. Well said. I know. I miss this level of advice because the ratchet advice Tigger Man be giving be. Uh, 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 Don't do do that. Mm. While you was gone, he was giving, uh, oh, my gosh, girl. (laughs) Girl, hurry up and recover so he'd be butchering your segment, girl. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Whatever. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. I will definitely be back soon. I miss you guys so much. We miss you too. We miss you too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this segment of Lyrics Lessons. Don't forget, you can shoot me an email at lyricbravado at gmail.com or send me a DM to my Facebook. You can either send it to my private messages on Instagram if you'd like as well. They're all the same, Lyric Bravado, all my social media. So, yep. And don't forget about next the time, anonymous guys. people mm-hmm. and gals. <laughs> all right. Up next, we got, I guess, uh, Ticket Man. It's your turn. Up next, right here on WRTR Real Talk Radio. <laughs> we'll see you when you get back, Lyric. I'm going to say this right here, baby, because some of y'all be acting like y'all don't be seeing it. But, baby, playing victim in a situation that you created, oh, yeah, 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 baby, that's narcissistic as hell to me. Hello, somebody. How you going to create the storm, then get mad when it rained? How you hurt somebody and then get mad that they hurt? How you damage somebody, go outside your way to destroy a person and then get mad when they no longer want to deal with you? Baby, playing a victim in a situation that you created, oh, baby. Baby, that's narcissistic as hell to me. I'm sorry, but it is. Wipe your ass, niggas. Stop wiping your ass with paper, with, with toilet tissue. These need to sit right on, right behind your toilet. And after you take a sh- you wipe until the brown is gone. And yes, you also need to put your index finger, your, your middle finger up and around your bunghole a little bit, nigga. Yeah, you need to go, not all, not no freaky shit now. Don't get no good stupid. But you need to make sure you clean out to where you don't want no fucking dingleberries, man. And you cannot wipe yourself clean enough with toilet tissue because it's not moisturized. We don't have a bidet where you can actually spray that water on your ass. Nigga, leave these in your bathroom. Niggas will appreciate it. Niggas will appreciate it. You know what else I learned this week, Tigger Man? And what's that? 
I learned that apparently there is a shortage of Ritalin here in the United States. I can understand why. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely understand why. No, I'm saying. So, <laughs> I went to the movie theaters on Saturday. I went for the little matinee show. Middle of the day, you know. I went to go see uh, Blue Beetle. Why? Because nobody's seeing that right now and everybody's already seen it, correct? I thought we were supposed to be going to go see that. What happened? Oh. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. Anyway, so I went to go see Blue Beetle because nobody's seen it, and I thought that everybody had seen it by now, including you, who I asked about it a year ago, and you kept making plans over the weekend. First of all, a year ago. A year ago. Okay. Mm, Anyways, long story short, I'm sitting there in the theater, and listen, y'all, you got to know your kids. Do not bring... Them goddamn badass kids that can't stay still to a movie that, A, okay, just because it has a superhero on it does not mean that it's appropriate for every child. Because that movie had a whole lot of cussing in it. First off, you had George Lopez in it. So you already knew it was going to be a certain amount of ratchet. And you knew that it was going to be some over-the-head jokes and all this other stuff. And to be honest with you, like the CGI, like everything was really good. Like it was done very well. However, it is a movie that is clearly for adults. There is no kid appeal in that movie to me. (laughs) But there's not. So for me to be sitting there in the theater trying to enjoy your kid to then be bouncing up and down like boom, 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 boom. And just cannot be still. Just literally. So mind you, this is a almost empty theater right so this is one of those theaters that you go and you pay for a specific seat i went and i paid for a specific seat all the way in the back away from niggas right because there wasn't no niggas in the theater but i was like you know what just in case let me be all the way in the back around no niggas i arrived to my seat only to find that a dude and his two kids are there. I don't know if they were both his, if he was an uncle or whatever. But anyways, again, know the kids that you with, but them little motherfuckers wanted to bounce up and down. All Go ahead. I'm just saying, they just wanted to bounce up and down. They they went to the bathroom at least 12 times throughout the entire movie, I swear to God. (laughs) Like, there's no... Like, how? How? You wasn't even eating nothing or drinking nothing. How is your body... How is it retaining any of this? Oh, kids always run to the bathroom several times a day. Again, know your badass kids. And not everything (laughs) is for everybody. You know, sometimes... Sometimes life deals you... You know, it deals you some cards. And they're not always in your favor. You know what I'm saying? Mm I take no kids to no movie. Well, I take my nephew, but he knows how to sit down and watch the movie and not trip. But if it's a kid's movie, if Barney's on... You know, if Barney has a movie, or if uh, My Little Pony or Dora the Explorer, whoever the fuck, whoever these goddamn kids are watching, like, if they have a movie, that's fine. But it's just like, it's the same thing with the damn Barbie movie. That was not for children. Yeah, that wasn't for children. Exactly. So, y'all, figure (laughs) out... Your situations are your situations, and sometimes everything ain't for you. If you that parent with some uh, badass kids that's going to be jumping and screaming and running around the goddamn theater, if you're not going to move your ass up out my seat that I paid for that you decided to sit your ass in in the first place, if you're not going to do that, then don't inconvenience everybody around you, you dumbass. Ugh. That's your people. Ain't my people. That is your people. Your 
Call this uh, guy, man. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. Speaking of your <laughs> people, I guess we're going to talk about him up next in Ticket Man's Tea. <laughs> All righty. Conversations black people aren't ready to have. Number one, the Bible and church are not therapy. Number two, it doesn't matter if you are a black heterosexual or a black LGBTQ member. Racism is racism. They don't look at our sexuality. They look at the fact that we're both what? Black. Number three, just because you have a following or a couple dollars in the bank doesn't mean that you're better than anybody in this life because we're more than just this flesh and all the material possessions that we possess. Number four, just because you're light-skinned with Eurocentric features doesn't mean that you look better than any other dark-skinned individual, baby, because we can eat you up on this fucking runway. Number five, all skin folk and kin folk and not all skin folk have your best interest. Number six, weed is not the answer to fixing your mental health. Number eight, Stop Cop City in Atlanta, Georgia is real. Let's get these young boys off the street and get them either break dancing in the street or finding something that they're passionate about. Y'all sit on podcasts talking about gender wars when the real gender war is the fact that black women are being abducted, harmed, and murdered at nearly genocidal rates and more often by men in our own communities. Carly Russell was recently abducted and returned to her family, but now the same people who are praying for her are calling her a liar, almost like y'all wanted her body to be found instead. Tamika Chapman was murdered after decades of abuse by her husband. Keisha Gray was gunned down in front of her three children by her ex-boyfriend. Jamia Harris was murdered after she told a man who was interested in her that she had a boyfriend. Asia Womack was killed by a stranger because she beat him in a basketball game. Kylie Sorrells was fatally shot by her mother's boyfriend. He shot her mother as well, but she survived. Two-year-old Winter Smith was also murdered by her mother's ex-boyfriend. Denisha Montgomery, an officer in the U.S. Army, was found dead by an alleged suicide after she reported that she was assaulted by four men in her unit. Latima Warren, Deja McQuarrie, Ashley Burton, LaShawn Jeffrey and her infant son, Lashay Henderson, Joy Brown, Dr. Kalindra Green, Dariana Wheeler and her unborn child and thousands of others that I don't have time to name because every few hours in this country, a black woman or girl is murdered. Sit back, relax, and sip on this tea with Tigga Man on WRTR Real Talk Radio and Tigga Man 82 on IG. Hey, 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 this your boy Tigga Man with the tea. Now, I know when you all hear tea, you all you think about is gossip, celebrity gossip. But my tea consists of celebrity gossip mm. and, and new, world news and whatever goes on in your bedroom. Oh, we don't want to know that. <laughs> so first off, I just want to say rest in peace to Irish Grinstead. She was one third of the female group 702. Oh my night. God, that's not going on in yeah. my bedroom, is it? Jesus. Really? <laughs> Sam. Really? Yeah, well, that was a bad segue. Go ahead. Anyway, mm-hmm. and just, uh, she just passed away at the age of 43. And so I just want to say rest in peace. She's been battling um, sickness for a while now. You said 43? Uh, yeah, she was 43 years old. Yikes, that's scary. I'm going to be 43 in a couple weeks. Right. <laughs> yeah, she had a twin sister that uh, passed away years ago. She also used to be part of um, the group 702, but then she quit. She dropped out of it. Mm-hmm. And the other sister came in right. and filled in for her. But yeah, um, so her the first half of her passed away. Now she just passed away. That's awful. So peace to her. Definitely. That was, I don't. They had a, a couple of hits back. Um, back oh, I ain't even late. gonna act like I did. Wasn't rocking like, that shit. 
<laughs> and that was back in the days. Well, shit, that was back in the days when we was making our CDs. Mm-hmm. You remember exactly. that? Uh, shit, what was that? Map, Mapster, Map, Napster, Napster. You remember Napster? Our God, yes, yes, I remember back that. Back in the day, downloading all those. Yeah, you remember when you used to make those little mixtapes and then you would give, or those little mix CDs and then you give them to your friends and then they would hit you off with one too? Oh, bitch, we thought we, you couldn't tell us shit. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. Remember that? Oh my God. Right, those were the days. Mm-hmm. Those were the days. Mm-hmm. And then next I have up um, Tiana Taylor. Okay. Well, her and her husband, Iman Schubert, I mean, Shumpert, they, um, well, Tiana um, confirms that they have split up. There's been speculations for a while now that's been saying that they um, split up, but mm-hmm. it never came out. And she finally just came out. She hit, um, I believe it was Instagram. She No, Twitter. She um, posted a message on Twitter just saying, mm-hmm. all right, all right, not too much on my bestie. She considers Iman as her bestie. Oh, there was a whole okay. bunch of stuff that's been said about him. Wait, and so she finally... Wait. Huh? Wasn't they fighting back and forth her? And this is your bestie? Wait. Or am I confusing her? No, you confusing her with um, with um, what, what what's my girl? The one that was on the Usher? Oh, Pope Kiki. Yeah. Yeah, you're thinking about Kiki Palmer. Okay, my bad. You're about Kiki Palmer. But anyway, um, they're, they're, you, of course you know when people heard about the split, they you know everybody started talking and saying Iman must have been cheating on her and all this other stuff. So she finally broke her silence and um, <clears> went up on. Twitter made a comment just saying, I, I, not too much on my bestie. In all fairness, Iman and I are separated and have been for a while. To be 1000% clear and definite, she just basically said it ain't one of the reasons for our departure. Mm-hmm. We are still a friends, great business partners, and are one of a hell of a team when it comes to co-parenting our two beautiful children. Most importantly, we are family. And in the 10 years together, seven years married, we ain't ever played with or about that there you go she told y'all hoes but what's up with uh ain't it cuffing season ain't it like about to get cold ain't people supposed to be getting together now you got everybody breaking up as her (laughs) and then you got uh ariana grande and her husband oh y'all yeah they getting the divorce too after what i think it's two years yeah after two years of marriage they getting the divorce now too and steve harvey said don't y'all put me in that bullshit And then next we have oh back to Erica Mena. Why? Love and hip hop. She finally broke her silence. <laughs> when was she silent? The fact that she wasn't silent is why she's here in the first place, ladies girl. After the whole incident, she never said anything. She kept quiet, and everybody, of course, was going on. But she goes and posts on social media. I deeply regret regret my insensitive comment and want to humbly apologize to anybody I hurt or offended by my thoughtlessness. Uh, girl, turn my this off. Of <laughs> she goes, my choice of words was wrong and I take full responsibility for what I said. I am committed to listening to the voices of those affected and will work towards making amends. As a woman of color <laughs> and the mother of two black children, I want to make it I want to make it clear that my use of the word was not in any way racially driven. 
That said, I do understand the gravity of what I said and want to use my platform to promote inclusivity and equality. Girl, <laughs> now, you know this man. didn't come from her. This did not come from you her. You know there was a publicist that beautifully yeah, yeah, it was they a probably put it on the night's background. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So damn well that didn't come from her. Most certainly did not. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Everybody's splitting up. <laughs> Everybody's splitting mm-hmm. up. You're correct about that. Because now we have Jeezy, the rapper Jeezy, and um, Jeannie Mae. Oh, I don't know what that is. You don't know Jeezy? Mm, no, the only Jeezy I know got a Bible. Oh, my God. Mm. Okay. Well, anyway, for those who are out there listening who know who know Jeezy, the rapper, everybody knows who Jeezy is the rapper. Jeezy, the rapper, and... Um, I don't know what that uh, is. Jeannie Mae, who he married, that's on the, um, one of the co-hosts on the um, the show, The Real. Mm. Remember the show, um, The Real, that Tamar was on? I know yeah. who it is. I'm being obviously shady, but go ahead. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so they split up after two years of marriage. They are done. What is that? Okay, so is two years the mark? Because... Ariana and I, hers is two years. I don't know who uh, the people you just talked about. I don't know how long they were married, but then these people are two. Uh, it's, it's two years. Okay, so do I need to start cutting niggas off after the second year and being like, "All right, deuces." Because <laughs> he's about to go laugh. Like what? <laughs> that's what it looks like is going on. Okay, that's what it looks like going on. And check this out, mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian. No, nope, don't know what that is either. Son. And Kanye's son's um, saint, their youngest, one of their youngest sons is um, saint. I believe he's like seven years old. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he got, um, he got, um, I guess, a recorded um, flipping his finger up at the um, paparazzi. So? As him and his mother was getting out of the car, he stuck his middle finger up at them and kept walking. And she tried to get him to stop, but he kept sticking his middle finger so? up. So <laughs> that's what the young kids do now. That's like a literally a greeting for them. They walk in, throw their tongue out, and they that middle fingers seven. up. And he stick his middle finger up. <laughs> Literally, that's what the kids do now. All of them. Matter of fact, if you over the age of 21 and you doing that shit, it's looked at kind of funny. So, yeah, it's only kids doing that. Yeah, so everybody was talking about, oh, he got that from his father. Because mm, his father flipped paparazzi, so that's where he got that from. Mm. <laughs> I said, Lord, who we have up next? This one is actually some news. Mm, I tell like you all. Y'all better stop eating those raw oysters. Okay. A Texas man just passed away after he contracted a flesh-eating bacteria from eating raw oysters. Well, I mean, there it is. It's raw, and it's <laughs> from the sea. Clearly, you did not think this out before you decided to shove it in your mouth. And I used to eat. I used to eat raw, raw oysters all the time. Mm. I used to eat that all the time. I love it with um, lemon juice and hot sauce. I can't mm. tell you the blessings that have rained down on me for this seafood <laughs> allergy because the main worries oh, yeah. I got. That's, yeah, I forgot about that. You are allergic to seafood. All of it. And I ain't got to uh, worry about nary a raw creature fucking up my <laughs> gastrointestinal tract. Ain't got to worry about it. Yes, yes, yes. So you all better stop eating those. I don't eat them anymore. I've been stopped eating them, but mm-hmm. yeah, while well, he had died after eating them now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next we have... Oh, Rihanna. She, Rihanna and um, ASAP, they family, um, I guess, took family photos to show their the newborn. Rihanna makes some beautiful babies. Let me tell you that. Yeah, yes. They named him Riot Rose. Who? Riot. R-I-O-T. Like riot? riot? Oh, like a riot? Oh. Yeah, riot Rose. Mm-hmm. R-O-S-E. <laughs> okay. 
Well, we're going to hope the best for that baby and that he don't live up to his name. A lot of people was commenting on the pictures. I don't know if you've seen them yet, but a lot of people was commenting on the pictures because it was never announced that they had a boy or a girl. Mm -hmm. All they said was that she had, she finally had the baby or whatever, but it was never announced that what the gender. So mm -hmm. according to what I saw, it's a boy, but the outfit that he's wearing is, is a pink outfit. It looks like a baby girl outfit. And so everybody was commenting like, okay, is, is this a boy? Why did, why she got this child dressed like a girl? Mm. <laughs> you need to see it. I do not. Absolutely. <laughs> mm -mm. Yeah, the, yeah, but yeah, the, ba the baby's, he, he's cute. Real cute. He's real cute. Of course, they're going to have problems with it. But I mean, that's the world we live in. Next, we have Uncle Lionel Richard. <laughs> Richie. No. Uncle Lionel. Because so, I was like Lionel Richard. Who is that? Uh, uh, Lionel Richie. Uncle Lionel Richie. Mm. So <laughs> I believe it was last week in the cell. He had a, a, a concert. You, I know you heard the song, the um, Everlasting Love, the song that him and um, Diana Ross had made. We've been very fond of it, actually. Right. So um, it's been like over 37 years now since they've, I guess, since they made that song or mm -hmm. they sung that song together. Mm -hmm. And so. He um, asked her if she could come to his show and perform the song with him. Aww. Said no. Aww. No. But then, I guess, oh, you saw, <laughs> I just know you saw the clip when she was at Beyonce concert singing happy birthday to him on the uh, stage. I did. That's why she said no, because she was dancing to go on the stage and sing happy birthday to Beyonce. Oh, but niggas took so, it and ran with it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So, he called her out on his tour. No, oh, okay. he called her out <laughs> and said he was basically telling everybody it's been over thirty-seven years, and I asked Diana to come sing the song with me, and she told me no. And I go look on uh, on on um, I guess on, on internet or whatever, and I see her at um, Beyonce concert mm -hmm. singing "Happy Birthday" to her. And he said that fucking pissed me off. Uh, why? <laughs> Nigga, if I got a chance to be around Beyonce and sing at her concert to somebody or hang out with your toe knuckle looking ass, are you serious? I'm not doing it. Mm -mm. I thought I said, oh. I mean, are I you going to tell them? Because, huh? Right. <laughs> huh? Yeah. And then um, look, Holly, Berry be Holly Berry is beefing with Drake. Oh, I saw that bullshit there. <laughs> Because he has a, a song out called um, Slimed or Slime Me Up or something. He, the song I, I, is I, called I Slime You Out. Slime You Out. That's what it is. Yeah, it's classic, by the way. And he wanted to use a picture of her that was taken when she was on some show. And it, I guess it was some kind of slime show or whatever. It was and, probably Nickelodeon. Yeah, I think probably was a Nickelodeon. And of course, they pour slime all over her. And so there was a picture of that. And he wanted to use that as art for his song, I guess, on his album. Mm -hmm. And told him no. And Absolutely. he did it anyway. Oh. Mm. So she had a few words for him. <laughs> she had a few words for him. Wait, she can't she sue like, oh, for that? You're you using her image and like likeness for promotion? That's something that you're getting paid for. That's your, like, your image and your likeness. That's how the woman makes her money. So how mm -hmm. is he able to use her image to put on his album, which he will then exactly. go and sell? That's a good question. And then, Al, like, what does this song have to do? Listen, okay. Lyrics for this song include, you bitches really get carried away. 
making mistakes, then you begged me to stay. Got me wigging on you like I'm arrogant Tay. You got my mind in a terrible place. Whipped and changed you like American slaves. Act like you not used to Sheraton stays. I met the nigga you thought could replace. How were there even comparisons made? Bitch, next time I swear on, on my grandmother grave, mm-hmm. I'm, sliving, I'm sliming you for them kid choices you made. So she was apparently slimed at the Kids' Choice Awards. So it was a play on words there. Oh, I can't imagine who wouldn't want to be featured in that. What? And so everybody, yeah. So everybody was asking her why she's so mad about it. And mm. she goes, because he asked me and I said, no, that's why. Why ask if you intend to do it anyway? Mm. <laughs> that was the fuck, that was fucked up. To, I mean, that was the fuck you to me. Not cool. You get it? That's what she said. <laughs> Lord, when the ratchets get hold of this song, mm, girl, I'm trying to go get slimed out. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> you know it, because they already anyway. were talking about they pussy pink and booty hole is brown and shit, so <laughs> may as well get slimed out while you're down there. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Mm. But anyway, that wraps it up. Hold this. on. You're not even going to talk about Tiffany Haddish and how she been in the news all goddamn weekend? Mm-mm. Oh, girl. Okay, so... Go ahead and bring that up. Go ahead and bring it up. No, no, gotcha. Tiffany Haddish, basically, she um, she responded to a blog doing uh, called Pop Crave after they had shit to say about her photobobbing Shakira at the VMAs. Oh! You remember that shit? <laughs> uh, I saw what she did. Yeah. yeah, she tweeted, and I quote, Are you ready for this? Go ahead. This is so interesting to me. If you feel like I did too much... All of you better be buying Shakira new album. This experience has allowed, A-L-O-U-D, allowed me to realize, (laughs) A-L-O-U-D, has allowed me to realize how truly popular I am. I appreciate all of your opinions. Girl. Tiffany Haddish, I love her. No, 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 but she 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 just promoted um, Shakira album. I know she did. Shakira album. Meanwhile, she she's made it on funny. one. She made, she made it funny too. Uh, meanwhile, by saying, how, by saying how popular she is, mm-hmm. <laughs> so popular in fact that she's she was this is the, in the same week as her rap debut album with Lil John and uh, Fivio Foreign. Oh yeah, she did announce that on the mm-hmm. um, the awards too. That um, she had a um, song coming out. Yep, track she- it's called "Till the Club Closes." Ready for these lyrics? <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. This one by Tiffany. Tiffany is rapping. She says, looking like money and I'm feeling like money. Let's do top down on sunset till it's sunny. Pull up to the club. Valet open the dough. Dado. Treat me like a star, even though I'm at the back dough. Jumping on jumping on the couches, standing on her, standing on the bar. Crazy when the whole world knows who you are. Up all night, we ain't getting no sleep. So twisted, I stumbled to do Lamborghini Jeep. Mm. Hey. Hey. Mm. <laughs> all right, Tiff. And then Fivio Foreign. Who is Fivio Foreign? Explain I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. I don't know who Because his is. verse says, I party like a rock star, so I'm already smacked when I get <laughs> dropped off. I think I have heard of him before. That name sounds familiar. I was being funny, but his his track says, are you ready for this ratchetness? I party like a rock star, so I'm already smacked when I dropped off. I pay my driver, never stop for them cop cars. 
middle finger out the window so then we drive off. Yeah, teach him a lesson and I be popping these pills like it's my Excedrin. If he ain't giving it for free, then I'm gonna dead him. If she don't fuck me off the perks, then I'm gonna give that bitch a wedding. What? I, I, that's that's what they rapping about. It's just, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> sir. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, I guess that's all that's happening in the world this week. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that wraps it mm. up for this week. <laughs> Weeks of ratchetness. You're stupid. The team would take a man. Up next, <laughs> I'm dead for that, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm unmoved by white tears. Most of us are unmoved by white tears because we don't actually think they're real. It's a performance. It's a switch that you turn on because you know that we have been socialized to see you as more human and of more value. So whatever it is you think and whatever it is you feel, we are supposed to respond to it. Y'all don't respond to black women crying the same way. Nobody does, nobody does. The minute a white woman cries, the world has to stop. Oh my God, what's wrong with you, baby? Black women cry, we could be rolling around on the ground screaming. And you are moved because you've been socialized not to see us as human beings. Fuck. Our tears don't matter to you, but a white woman, and y'all know that shit. That's why I'm not here for the fragility. You know that. And so you very deliberately turn the shit on as a way to avoid accountability. Yep. Purposefully. That's not fragility. That's manipulation. That's strategic. That's diabolical. That's not fragility. And so this notion of white fragility is supposed to tell us what? We supposed to let you off the hook because you can't handle it? No, you don't want to. And every time we hold your feet to the fire, all of a sudden, Emma, God, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. You didn't have to know. And now that I'm trying to make you know, you wanna cry so we can end the conversation. This is how you run away. So how do I hold you accountable if you're all up in your feelings? How come I don't get to be in my feelings? Dead for that? Time to find out what Marcus is dead for. As a person that has taken the rough path through many of life's roads, I am no stranger, nor am I ashamed to admit that lessons are there for a reason. Why folks get mad when you challenge them to do better or make a point makes them question their own that makes them question their own belief system is totally beyond me. <sighs> That's the way new information works, people. We adjust and improve. It's okay. But you can't be right every single time. Basically, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of people reacting to new information like like they don't understand. Like, what's going on, sweet? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that's how the world works. When you know better, you do better, and you move better. Right. It, it's just, I get so tired of people taking offense when you challenge them to do better. If you say something smart, and, it challenge, and they be in their minds like, hmm. Well, that did make sense, but this challenges everything I believe. So mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Girl, what? Are you serious? Elevate your mind. Think outside the box. Sometimes you just not right. It's not going to work all the time. Second thing I'm dead for. I'm dead for left-handed turns in rush hour traffic. Listen. Shut up. <laughs> I am. Because 
I get left-hand turns are necessary, but in rush hour traffic, that is the stupidest move you can make. Not only is it the most inefficient turn overall, but it's even more so in rush hour traffic. So you're going to sit there at the goddamn light, holding up everybody behind you to make this one left turn. People go through like three or four cycles of lights because you want to turn in rush hour traffic when you have the option to go down a few blocks and make a more convenient turn or maybe adjust your commute traffic then adjust your commute adjust your commute to where you take the path of least resistance that's stupid to sit there and hold every goddamn body up that's dumb (laughs) not only are you inefficient but then you contributing to whatever stressed me out for the day because you want to make a a goddamn left-hand turn when you could just go down the street just a little bit where everybody could go Huh? It's a turning lane. Where everybody could turn and go around you. I get that it's a turning lane, but if you are blocking everybody behind you, it is no longer a turning lane. That's why they have those no turn between hour, well, you, you know, know a certain hour and but another you, hour. Exactly. No, see, that's different. That's different. Mm. That's different. That's why they have those the time for that. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that does make sense. Yeah. But you can also say... If you notice a turn the lane too, why are you in this lane if you're going straight? Mm. When you know somebody's going to stop right there to get ready to turn. Mm. So, <sighs> lastly, what? <laughs> you gonna say something lastly? Lastly, <laughs> I live for this season of people being unapologetically themselves, embracing their sexual identities. I love that. There's nothing wrong with it at all. I only ask that this same energy that we have when we're rolling down the streets with our music blasting to the lyrics about nutting in people's mouths and pink and brown booty holes and stuff is the same energy that we keep when we want to use what our children are exposed to. What are the children going to do as a scapegoat for homophobia? See, y'all famous for that shit. uh, Your baby in the goddamn back seat in the car seat singing Pound Town on a Gracie's Corner beat sitting there dancing and shit. Girl, bye. And you worried about, well, what about the kids? If they see two men kissing, if they see two women kissing, what are the kids going to think? And you blast them, my bussy pink, my booty hole brown. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, I guess your kids are learning about colors then, so it don't count. Uh, that don't count. They learn it about a lot. They learn it about a lot. A lot of stuff that they shouldn't be learning about. So that is what I'm dead for this week. A whole mess. <laughs> I'm not a mess. That shit is that. That's valid. That's valid. Let's get this out the way. Sis, 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 woman, sis, woman, sis, woman. I don't give a fuck if you're offended by that term. I have a pussy too, and I'm not. You know how some men go looking for unsavory memes or videos of black women so they can go on podcasts and call us all trash? That's the very same thing that cis women like Jess Hilarious do to trans women. I don't understand what she said that was wrong. Well, let me explain, boo-boo. The trans woman in that video never said that they have periods, just that non-cis women do, you know, trans men, for example. And even if she did, matter of fact, let's say she said, fuck you bitches, I bleed better than you.
if I was out and somebody cornered me and said, give me your fucking purse, I have depression, you have to give it to me. Would I, a reasonable human being, conclude that the mental health movement has gone too far because people with depression are purse snatchers? Or would I check the motherfucker stealing my purse? Y'all can never discuss talking points made by trans women without invalidating the entire community, yet y'all claim not to have a problem with them. Be indubitably the fuck for real. She said those women belong in fucking straitjackets because she misunderstood what a trans woman was saying. And in her video, she said, who's fighting for us? Us meaning cis women in this scenario. When one, she has a very large platform and I ain't never heard her talk about our liberation, have you? And two, trans women don't have the societal standing to wage war on us if they wanted to. They're being stripped of their rights and murdered too. There is a war on women. It's perpetrated by the cis men who are in power, but y'all are blaming it on trans women who experience misogyny too. Take us to work. Take us on the go. Take us wherever you go. WRTR Real Talk Radio. iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Player FM, Odyssey, and even Alexa got us on their platform. It's WRTR Real Talk Radio. What it do, Ticket Man? Hey. Inside the second half of the show, hopefully, if you miss right, Miss if you miss Miss Lyric, you can go back uh, on her podcast and listen to Lyric's Lessons, where she popped her head in the door and helped a few people. Oh, what did it do, Tigger Man? How was your week? What did you do? Oh, gosh. Oh, you know I stay booked and busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, worked. And then I got, went to several different events this week. This mm-hmm. weekend just passed. And I actually got to hang out with you for a few. I know. <laughs> How rare is that anymore? We don't get to do that often in person. I know. You be busy. Mm, no, you be booked and busy. You just said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Everybody's yeah. got damn parties and shit. Hey, I'm, hey listen. Mm. You know, ain't nothing right if I'm not there. Oh. Nothing right. Mm. I get the party started. Mm. You know. Do you? You know. You know. Oh, do we? Okay. I got I, I got an image to keep up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, my week has been decent. Um, it's been decent. Uh, my back has been killing me like the past few days. Like it was so bad today, I didn't even go to my full time job because my back was killing me. Like I have a physical job, so I have to be you know up, down, lifting, bending, picking shit up. You know can't do that with a fucked up back and at the end of the right. day if my back fall off tomorrow they will they will replace my black ass so you need to get that together i'm trying this motrin is my friend for now so we'll go with that uh, let's see what's been going on and did you see that dude um it was this twitter post it was a 23 year old mexican rapper um dancer or dancer um, his name is D-A-N-S-U-R, so dancer, yeah, but basically he surgically had gold implant, I'm um, the gold, gold chains implanted into his head to serve as his hair. Who does that? Who does that? Well, do you see that? Can you see this picture? What the hell? Mm-hmm. Now, what if he get in a fight or something and they get, they get yanked? <laughs> he got them joints. Search. I mean, it's just like anything else. It's going to pop out like hair when you be dragging them bitches that you be fighting. And if you... Hold on. That's crazy, though. Can, uh, why would somebody do that? You know, they, they can get... Oh. 
That's crazy. They can get um poison or something. <laughs> poison. You said that got implanted into it's, it's, it's literally di- it's like diamond chains. So think about like a chain that you would put around your neck with diamonds on it. Right, he got them surgically inserted as his hair. So there, for those of you that can't see it, that are listening, um, it's this. It, it, they look like dreads. They look like shoulder length dreads. It's covering his face. You know, most like dreads do, but it's all diamonds and it's chains and gold. I swear, people do the craziest things. Mm, mm, the hell, mm. I'd hang the around hell? you just to catch a strand of your hair. Cause if that's real. Mm. That's crazy. That's just like there was another rapper who had a ruby or something implanted. That was Lil Uzi Vert. He, yeah. he he got the goddamn Infinity yeah. Stone. He got the goddamn Infinity Stone put yeah. in his goddamn middle of his head. Forehead. That's crazy. But Lil Uzi Vert ain't, you know, he's not necessarily known for wise decisions. That's the same nigga that bought the damn planet. You remember that shit? <laughs> A few years ago, he had spent he had spent like a lot of, he had spent a grip on whatever like it was. It was some planet that was in the solar system, many many light years away that he ain't never gonna get. He had spent money to buy it. Now he is the first human being I, to ever own a planet. That doesn't make any sense. It most certainly doesn't. Because who holds the deed? Like, where did you buy this exactly. from? Exactly. Who did you buy it from? <laughs> How you know there ain't niggas already living there? Like, I'll be damned. <laughs> like, what? That's crazy. That is crazy. Lil Uzi, what? Uh-uh. No. Nah. That, that's crazy. <laughs> Tim Allen is like, nah, girl. Don't. We mm-hmm. did not have to be included. Don't put us on that. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I swear, these, oh, these people... <laughs> today it's all good so we got the second half of the show including real talk where we're going to discuss mr perry and his contribution to society or lack thereof depending on how you look at it but first the wild files are up next (laughs) we'll be right back well america's experiencing another strike they want to call them family when it's easy they haven't been there they haven't taken care of their workers we went backwards in the last 16 years backwards while the ceos gave themselves 40 percent pay increases in the last four years alone profits have been through the roof 250 billion dollars in profit in the last decade 21 billion in the first six months price of cars went up 30 percent our pay went up six percent inflation went up 19 we're going backwards and they want to call us greedy what would you say to the ceos of these auto companies that's say uh, the the union has not been acting in good faith, that there were delays. What, what do you make of that? Let's talk about what good faith is. They've had our economic demands for six weeks. We've told them from day one, we expect a bargain now, not wait till the end. They waited till last week. We had to file unfair labor practice charges on two companies to get them to come to the table. So they waited till the last week to want to get down to business. Shame on them. And what they're saying is complete BS. The people are getting tired of these corporations and CEOs screwing the shit out of them. They're getting tired, y'all. These CEOs and companies are recording record profit. They refuse to give their employees livable wages. Not even just good wages, livable. Where you can pay your rent, your utilities, pay for your children, and maybe every once in a while go on a date night. They're refusing to do that. And people are getting a little peeved off while these fucking millionaires and billionaires are enjoying their best life and the rest of us is suffering. The revolution will not be televised. Fight back. 
demand for change. Why do you have roaches? Why do my children hate me? WRTR Real Talk Radio. Why do my vagina burn? The truth is out there. Explaining the unexplained. We're answering why to the questions you want to know by taking your tweets at WRTR Radio. We take your emails at WRTRRadio at gmail.com. And we take your Facebook messages on Facebook at our page, WRTR Real Talk Radio. And this is the Waffles. Remember, the truth is out there. All right, Tigger Man, I read my letter for Lyric first, so why don't you go first with the Waffles? All right. Uh-huh. I want to... My why comes from oh, me. Oh, Lord. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I want to know, why do parents think it's okay to film their child cursing and posting it on social media. Oh, you talking about that video of that little white boy that kept saying fuck or something? <laughs> yeah, <I> see. <laughs> that, it's been a couple it's been a couple of them that I've seen. It's cute it's when they're toddlers purple. because they don't know any better, but uh, uh, Oh, you say what? Uh, I said nah. Uh, you don't agree? I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. When they're toddlers and they don't know any better, and they're just pick like they literally pick up everything that they hear and say in COVID, they pick like up that, everything. There was like this, like there was this one video I saw, and it went viral too. The mother was talking to the daughter, the young daughter, and was like, "What are you gonna do? What are you gonna say or do if a stranger comes up to you and says um, they?" That, that, that your mom told you to take them uh, that they're supposed to be taking you home where are you going to say to them and she's the little girl said bitch fuck you I don't know you and <laughs> I know my yeah <laughs> and I was like what yeah like seriously I said oh my god okay so seen- unpopular opinion I don't hate that response <laughs> really <laughs> fuck you mean my mama told you uh uh-uh, uh that bitch ain't <laughs> called me and these kids got cell phones now. Uh-uh. See, mm-mm, that is not in our calendar. <laughs> I, oh my God. Are you serious? Mm-mm. Are you serious? And it's funny too. It is funny to a degree. Now, it's not funny after they're the age, you know, after they're an acceptable age and they actually know better. But if they're right. just like literally just they hear fuck and they're just like fuck 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 and you know they're just saying it like as a kid running around the house that's cute and funny but if they can actually like conjugate the verb to fuck like if they can do that shit like mm-mm, yeah a different conversation needs to be had maybe C- CPS needs to be involved or something I don't know right mm-hmm. right that's that got to be kidding me why all right this one comes from faith from philly faith from philly wants to know why are men still caping for tory lane saying shit like we don't know what really happened Mm. you know what i don't care what happened the point the matter of fact is he shot her in her fucking butt that poor baby's toe i swear I i don't care what led up to that but he shot her Listen, I will never feel bad. Like, even if it had been a thing, like that girl Carly Russell, 
Like, you know, people was in their feelings and this, that, and the third. And, you know, jokes were had and we all made jokes and stuff about it. And that's fine. But honestly, I will never feel bad for believing black women. I am of the firm belief that it's better to believe somebody and be proven wrong than to not believe and possibly contribute to the erasure of the victim. You know what I'm saying? Because <sighs> you know what's not a hoax? The fact that black women are actually being abducted and murdered at nearly a goddamn hour at the like hourly in this goddamn country. So here we sit. Yep, that's crazy. So, and I can't understand why people keep talking about this situation. Like, right? It's done. It's over. He's locked up now. He's in jail. It's done. And did you see? Did you see that damn uh, shit that TMZ was saying? Where? um, Let me find the damn thing. It said a member from Tory Lane's legal team reportedly says he is remaining hopeful after a motion to receive after the motion to receive bail. Is denied. Yeah, that's what I say. That's denied. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's remaining hopeful. Hopeful of what, nigga? Like, get comfortable. You gonna be there a minute. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Why? Because the truth is out there. Exactly. <sighs> that wraps it up for this week's Y Files. Always answering why for you at WRTR Radio on Twitter. WRTRRadio at gmail.com and WRTR Real Talk Radio on Facebook. So, we're going to yes. turn your stomachs with some news to make you nauseous up next. But I'm finding myself in a position now where we're making more money than we've ever made and we are literally the brokest we've ever been. Brokest we've ever brokest been. Brokest we've ever been. Brokest we've ever been. But I'm making the most money I ever had my entire life. My husband and I, between the two of us, gross, make like over $80,000 a year. And if you told me a few years ago that $80,000 a year was not going to be enough for a family of four. I make more than what I made back in 2015. But I am still literally living paycheck to paycheck. I have to work 60 hours a week and make $80,000 a year to make ends meet. That's insane. I just, I can't even begin to wrap my head around it. Financially, I just, I don't understand anymore. I don't understand how I make $34 an hour and I can't function. I can't function. I can't pay my bills. There's nothing in my life that I can look forward to long term. Like I can find things that excite me or make me happy or that I'm thankful for in my day-to-day life, but there's nothing in the long run that feels worth it. I shouldn't be struggling. We make enough money that I shouldn't be struggling. What is the point? What, what, am, I, what am I working for? What have I got two jobs for? What am I going to school for? Because it feels like there's no winning this rat race and I'm still going to be struggling no matter what I do. They are literally stripping us dry with these fucking rent, food, utility, house, car. Everything the fuck is expensive. Everything has gone up at least 40 fucking percent. None of us have money to do shit! country like this. This is not sustainable.
it was always a class war. Black people have been trying to tell you guys this shit since the 1600s. The elites, they exploited us. And they're still exploiting us. The reason why you make more money but are the brokest is because there's no cap on rent. Every time they raise the minimum wage, they raise the rent. The reason why you can't afford groceries is because they raise the prices on the groceries, even though it costs them the same to make the same product. Companies are getting 200, 300 plus percentage in profits and no one is stopping them. They price, they price gouge. It has always been a class war. They distracted us with race. It has always been the elites. And now the spirit of greed that fucking consumes them is killing us all. And until we all wake up and start fighting back and demanding for change, demanding these politicians to do something, it's gonna get worse. The ants have to finally realize they have more power than the grasshoppers. It has always been a class war. Like I've said in my previous videos, there's a little over 2,600 billionaires and millionaires and they hoard 13 trillion dollars worth of wealth. It's time to wake up. Or this will continue. Start holding these politicians' feet to the fire. It has always been about money. on WRTR Real Talk Radio. Let's go. These are some of the stories you might not read about in the New York Times, the Washington Post, or the Wall Street Journal. It's news to make you nauseous. My name is Marcus Smoot. And it's your boy, Bigger Man. And this is news to make you nauseous. All right. Say what? Polk County, Florida. Say what? A now former high school... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A now former high school track coach, I swear, mm, edibles before the show, not a great thing. Mm. Oh! Mm. Oh, really now? Mm. Really? Mm. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Go ahead. After, after you done got me. Mm. Mm. A now former... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. See, this is why don't nobody like you. This is why you ain't got friends. Well, <laughs> this is why when you enter the room, people Guess leave. What? Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> I'm going to read this goddamn story, even though my eyes are blurry. Say what? Polk County, oh, Florida. Say what? A new former, hmm, a now former. 
A now former high school track coach in Polk County with an alleged history of attempts to sexually batter his students was arrested Thursday for a situation back in August when a 16-year-old boy reportedly told a school resource officer at his high school that he had been inappropriately touched by his coach, this 40-year-old nigga. Mm-hmm. You heard about this? Mm-hmm. Yes. It reads like some creep-ass after-school different stroke special, a very special episode of goddamn Family Matters and shit. Like the, it he says it says he buys him lunch and also gives him equipment. We call that grooming. So they go to the school and they start putting up whatever sports equipment that they're dealing with. When the coach said, hey, I'll massage those hamstrings that are causing you problems. All of a sudden, he grabs the victim and briefly, briefly sexually batters him before the victim jumps up and says, take me home. Then he drove the boy home and it was reported to the authorities. How can I? Don't that read like some bad, like different strokes episode and shit? If I'm not mistaken, he he got arrested a few years before then. Yeah, um, he has an alleged history already. Just, yeah, that's crazy. So you already know. Allow him to. I'm surprised they even allow him into the school. Um, um, into the school. Or that's whatever. exactly the point that I was making. Like that, that you already it, known to touch people. So that's crazy. Mm, I mean, that is crazy. That's why alcoholics don't work at bars. There you go. I mean, kind of is what it is, girl. Like, what? No, who, who made these decisions? Like, what's going on? Who made these decisions? It's, <sighs> that's, yeah, that's crazy. The school, uh, the school need to get in trouble for that, too. They really uh, do. Because he shouldn't work. At the, he shouldn't have been able to work there as a coach at all. Totally agreed. And did you see the actual picture? This was a brother. It was a black man. No, I didn't see the picture. Yeah, it was a black man. I was like, oh, this is some bullshit. See, it's not bad enough already that they blame the gays for every goddamn thing. Now you up here fucking it up for the rest of it. That's crazy. Ugh, they already don't want the gays around the kids because they think we doing the shit that you doing and we not interested. Like, you doing that shit. You represent you, you sick fuck. Ugh. Right, exactly. <sighs> exactly. Your turn. <laughs> All right. Say what, Charlotte, North Carolina? Say what? FBI reportedly is investigating after an American Airlines flight attendant is accused of filming teen in first class bathroom. What is it with divorce and pedophiles this week? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have no idea. The FBI has reportedly investigated an incident involving a male American Airlines flight attendant and a teenage girl. The attendant allegedly filmed the 14-year-old as she used a first-class aircraft bathroom. Filmed her for what? Like, filmed her how? Like, okay, explain this to me. Let me get finished. The incident occurred on September 2nd after a family of four boarded America's Airlines flight 1441. The flight departed Charlotte, North Carolina with an arrival destination of Boston, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. I wasn't the only one that had one. <laughs> Shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the family explained at the outlet that 
their 14-year-old daughter was waiting to use a coach bathroom on the flight. However, an unnamed male flight attendant, mm. estimated to be in his early 30s, mm. <laughs> approached the teenager. <laughs> the attendant reportedly informed the teen that she could use the bathroom in first class. Okay. Ready? No, the, the teenager found the offer strange because the first class bathroom was also occupied. However, she complied. Right? Like what? <laughs> right. I mean, exactly. how did it? Uh, I'm never gonna victim blame, but my God, like what? Mm, girl, like, mm. oh no, your shit is way too right. good for this toilet. Let me put the that shit in the first class toilet. Right. Their attorney noted, also noted that before the girl entered the bathroom, the flight attendant went in, informing the team that he needed to wash his hands. When the flight attendant left the bathroom, he informed the girl that the toilet seat was broken. However, she could ignore it. <laughs> ignore what? It. Okay. Exactly. The girl entered the bathroom and noticed red tape under the toilet seat head. However, after she used the fac- a facility, it flushed. The 14-year-old saw a phone camera sticking out from beneath the red tape. What? Right. The teenager then took a photo and informed her mother, who stopped another passenger from entering the bathroom. <laughs> Who's filming peeing cooters? Like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with y'all? Exactly. When the woman went in the, 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 um, went in the bathroom to check, the phone and the red tape was gone. <sighs> the, teen, the teenager's father then confronted the male flight attendant, who reportedly turned total. Oh, I'm not going to say that word anyway. The flight attendant <laughs> allegedly pulled his phone from over the head carrier and began furiously typing. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, he got arrested. Clearly. Yeah, this- I ain't reading all this. Did but anybody the- have any footage of him actually doing it? Or is it going to be his word against hers, which, you know, a lawyer will eat that shit up? Well, the girl, well, the the, the girl, she took a picture of the, t- I, I see the picture. I can actually see the picture. Okay. Of the tape and the phone. My whole thing about the situation is, well, I wish you could see this picture. Maybe you can um, Google it or whatever. Mm-hmm. She took a snap of this picture. The camera light is on. You can see the light from the phone. You can see the red tape. The camera light is on. Hold on, look, look at this. The camera light is literally on. Look at this. Now, you know how, now how she not noticed that? You know what? The pedo move is not one of yours, but the camera light is one of your moves, Tigger Man. Oh, shut up. Listen, y'all. Listen, y'all. This Negro here, he can't be, he be hot as I don't know what. It'd be like, yo, look at that going on over there. Get your phone, get your phone, get your phone. This nigga will grab the phone, turn the light on, (laughs) and be filming like with his arm fully extended. I don't believe that. Hold on. And be like, oh, and laughing and shit and pointing. Y'all don't believe that. And don't let it, don't let it just be something, be like somebody butt crack or something showing, because then he'll hit the, he'll hit the capture, he'll hit the picture capture button and then have Uh the sound on. So all you hear is click. (laughs) (laughs) That only happened like once or twice. Nigga, that happens notoriously with you. The flash is off now. I make sure the flash is off now. Oh, you lying ass. (laughs) 
Yeah, whatever. If you want these and more nauseating <laughs> news stories, make sure you follow us on Twitter at WRTR Radio. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at M A R C U S S M O O T. That's Marcus Smooth. And you can find me. You can find me on Facebook at Tony Tickerman Nelson. On Twitter at Tickerman eighty two, and also Instagram at Tickerman eighty two. Also, don't forget, hit up Miss Lyric Bravado and hit her up and follow her at Lyric Bravado across all social media platforms. And as I'm thinking about Twitter, I'm going to stop promoting that because did you hear all about Elon Musk? What is he up to now? This idiot now wants to, or he's making it, he's making it a thing of where he's going to charge people for use of that app that he's now, Twitter turned X. So now he about to lose a lot of customers. He already lost a lot based off of the name change alone. X, exactly. Like who did that? Then you you didn't change the name. Now you're trying to charge for the like, bitch. Just it's not the same thing anymore. Like why didn't you just develop that app? Why don't you exactly. just develop That's the app been, that no. you why don't you just develop the app that you're trying to create and leave all of us the rest you know, leave the rest of us out of it. Exactly. Ugh. Up next, we're talking real with Oh my god. This whole thing that Tyler Perry said. We'll tell you more about it when we're coming back. I really hate that every time the family member of a celebrity dies, we have to listen to you deranged motherfuckers confidently state that they sacrificed them. Y'all be having R.I.P. Granny in your bios. What if somebody said you sacrificed Miss Mabel to get that fucking CDS? This trend of adults damn near squaring up with children for crying on airplanes was not on my 2023 bingo card. And neither was Khalees dating Bill Murray. After the first episode, I had decided I wasn't going to watch this because out of 10 lesbians, there's only one black person and I'm sick of black lesbians being robbed of representation. But then it got messy and I I kept watching. Everything that a closed-minded Christian doesn't like or understand is suddenly demonic. From Beyonce to queer people to Halloween to the customs of other religions and all from the same demographic that pretends to drink the blood of a deity and doesn't think that that's ritualistic. You know what's actually demonic? Brian McKnight. The situation with Jocelyn and Amber Rose highlights why we have got to stop allowing the one drop rule to make us beg people to claim their blackness. Now, according to the street statistics, 85% of the women who carry these names are most likely to do these things. Now, if you come across a Mildred and she's 55 years and older, She's most likely to play her numbers in hit and don't tell nobody, and she always keep a razor in her mouth. They say 85% of the Jeanettes of the world, they scratches their scout with a fork. Now, them Shirley's, they usher at the church and also help their sons bag up the weed. Now, the Bonitas in the hood, they know how to pop the sensors off the stolen clothes with their missing back tooth. Now, the hood statistic says the Tammies of the world, they like to argue, but they can't fight. You come across a Lisa, she's going to have good sex with you and don't call you back. They say some of the Tanyas of the world like to fight their kids' teachers. They say them Brenda's, 55 and older, they like to use strap-ons. Now, I don't know how true this is, but they say the Letitia's of the world drive herself to work in stolen cars, bitch. They also say most of the Valerie's can't cook nothing but sauerkraut. This what the statistics say. They say them Dolores of the world, 60 and up, they like fucking boys in their 20s. Now, the statistics also say the Amy's of the world, 85% of them like to eat dinner at the table with their cats. They also say if you come across a Michelle of the world, she like to slot box with her brothers and shit, and now she go by Michael. 
They also say the Kimberleys of the world like to fart in church. And when somebody say who did it, she say not me and blame it on her niece that she bought that Sunday. Child, and they also say that most of the Beverlys of the world, they get misgendered because they got hell on their chin. This what the statistic says. Keeping it 100. It's real talk. On WRTR Real Talk Radio, we keep it real. So, a, a lot of women, especially black women, and mm -hmm. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I will. In our society right now, mm -hmm. black women are making a lot more money for the most part than yeah. black men, right? There are a lot of black men who are successful, but for the most part, black women are making the money. So you, if you can find love, if that man works, you know, at whatever job mm -hmm. and is a good man, and is good to you mm -hmm. and honors and honors the house and honors his wife and does what he can mm -hmm. because his his gift may not be your gift. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. And as long as he's secure in himself to mm -hmm. know that, yep, she makes most of the money, all I can pay is the light bill. As long as she's comfortable enough to say, I'm gonna cover the mortgage and all the other stuff, you hand the light bill, baby, you can take me to dinner every now and then. Mm -hmm. That is fine. Yeah. Appearing on the Keep It Positive Sweetie podcast. Tyler Perry shared his feelings about dividing household expenses and revealed that they didn't have to split down the... He just said it, um, he says that as long as part, both partners are comfortable with it, a woman can be the one to cover the expense, expense of finances rather than her boyfriend. Right. He said, I might, not, I might get in trouble for saying this, but... I will in our society right now. Black people or black women are making black women are making a lot more money for the most part than black men. So people are in their feelings, and of course, the internet ran with it because rather than talk about actual issues, we want to sit here and have gender wars. So, what are your thoughts, Tigger Man? Do you think he's like? Do you think he had a point? Or do you see kind of like what other people are saying? Because people are saying, "Oh well, you know." Um, <clears throat> I saw this pivot off into many different conversations. The most popular being, um, could you be with someone or could you be with a man if he took care of the house, but you were the breadwinner for women? And I uh, saw some, mm, I saw some varying, uh, aspect. I'm sorry. I saw some varying opinions and such. So what do you think? My thing, I, I didn't say this before. I didn't say this before when we spoke about something near to this whole topic that we spoke about on another show, uh -huh. I said, I believe in 50, 50, but it may not start. It definitely, it may not start as a 50, 50 due to income. <laughs> okay. I mean, I can make it less another part the other person can be making more or the other person can be making less and I could be making more, but I'm, I'm actually fine with that. Mm -hmm. I'm, I am actually fine with that, but eventually we, we, we're going to have to come to an agreement. There has to be a plan. There has to be a plan. <laughs> there has to be some kind of plan. If you're making way less than me and I'm taking care of everything right now and I'm fine with it at the moment, there still need to be, there still need to be a plan. I agree. For you. I agree Don't too. You? I mean, I agree, but their whole thing is. I always be like that. It's not going to always be that way. 
Mm-mm. Well, their whole thing is saying, like, if you're meeting somebody from jump, and I think everybody's kind of taking on it as from the perspective of, okay, well, if I've been with, or if I'm just getting with this nigga and he can't come to the, or he can't bring to the table what I bring, then why should I be with him? Yada, yada, yada. I think that that's the mentality that they're taking. And I think Tyler comes from, like, yeah. I think his viewpoint comes from like much more established couples. Like we ain't talking. I meet you. I ain't got shit. And you just taking me off the streets, giving me a house and we make a relationship work. He's talking more so in the aspect of, okay, yeah, down the line, shit happens. One decides to quit their job. One loses their job, whatever. And then you make more money or you make less money or y'all make that decision together. It's okay. And I think that's the perspective that he was, or, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I think that I know he says, he says something about when a woman dates men, when a woman dates dates a man that makes less money than them it does not mean that the man is beneath them that is true it's totally true so and so what he was saying is not you actually you've been in a relationship and something happened as to where you lose your job he's saying if you're actually dating someone that's making less money than you hmm well, I mean, it is what it is in that case. <laughs> was saying I, from what I got from what he was saying is that okay, you already know this person is making less money than you. Mm-hmm. There still should be a plan. You you should still have a plan to move it up. <laughs> it shouldn't it shouldn't always be like that. Mm. There should be a place where you need to move it up. So don't use me as a crutch. Exactly. Mm. Okay, so we're building together. And I mean, I get that. You know what? Tyler Perry is, you know, he every now and again, he will say something valid. I do appreciate mm-hmm. that sentiment. God knows but that the, man make the same movie over but, and over again. But, but then, but he still also says, too, that in that instance, he's also saying that the woman, if the woman's making more, making more money and she's a breadwinner, she's probably comfortable. She's probably fine with that. She probably, she don't care. As long as he's helping, as long as he's helping to pay something, she don't care. Mm. As long as he's helping to pay something, and there are some couples out there that's like that. Yeah, I could be the breadwinner, but you still gonna have to take care of something. Mm. Take care of them goddamn kids y'all keep having, and can't take care of. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? How about y'all do that? Wrapping up this week's episode of WRTR Real Talk Radio. Before we get out of here, you hear what your boy uh, Shad said? Shad, hold on, you talking about that one? Mm, Shad Gregory Moss himself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What he said? He said. <laughs> Basically, the headline says, Bow Wow reflects on missing out on milestones being a child star. Quote, oh, I yeah, really yeah, want yeah. what y'all have. Mm-hmm. Girl, you already got what we have. We ain't forget that you was sitting there uh, taking first class pictures while you was sitting in coach. Shut up. <laughs> Why you keep that up? <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest shit. That was dumb. I remember that was- when that happened. I took a picture. <laughs> that was dumb. I took a picture of him and badly photoshopped it into our studio. And I was like, <laughs> we, we interview him. <laughs> Right now. And people was falling out. Oh God. But then yep. you know, of course people that were confused. Funny. People were confused talking about like what um, are you doing? 
that's he's not really there. Why are y'all lying? <laughs> like, girl, that's the you joke. Didn't get the joke. You didn't get the joke. <sighs> anyway. And it's okay. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wrapping up this week's episode of WRTR Real Talk Radio, once again, y'all, thank you so much for your continued support. It is an esteem honor. Yes, yes, yes. It's it man, it's an honor to be a featured amongst the top black podcasts so yeah like because we black mm-hmm. we black cambodia we number three hey in improv or All comedy right. or shout something. out to my cambodians oh how many you know i know a couple of cambodians who oh. they in the dc area shout them out exactly <laughs> i got black friends uh don't do that <laughs> Uh, shut up. Turning this off. We'll holler at y'all next week. <laughs> WRTR Real Talk Radio.